listening to another episode of NAGP Returns. Resurrection, or just, I need to get that Again. right. Again? Yeah, NAGP Resurrection. Yeah, that's what you're listening to. That's what's happening. The podcast where we talk about this uh, each week in gaming news, and with lovely sound effects. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph Burchette, and with me as always, I have Lionel. I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> but only partially. Only partially. I'm not quite sure how that works, but okay. And we have Mike. Joseph Benjamin Midget Burchette the second. Yeah, we're not doing the whole name. Did I you? Did you? I, um, I. The last time you said that on a podcast, I bleeped it out. Did you have your name legally changed yet? <laughs> no, I'm not going to change my name. Okay. I, I like my name. My name's good. I For like the record, too. Joe. Uh, <laughs> Partial alcoholism works very well. Mm, so you're one of those functional alcoholics. That's scary. I'm not even there. <laughs> That's, oh. I just, I drink too much sometimes. Mm. And other times I don't drink at all. Oh, well, there you go. That's good. That's, That's why I said partial. Partial is good versus a complete alcoholic. All right, let's start out with the news stories here. I First, news... understand what alcoholism actually is, but let's move on. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Clearly, we, clearly we do not. All right, let's move on to the first story, and that is about the Sonic, the new Sonic trailer. They, <laughs> they actually redid the look. Yeah, so this better. is actually kind of monumental because, mm-hmm. like, the big time money company actually listened to the people. And did something. It, it was, uh, you know how everyone's really annoying and complains about everything on Twitter? This time, they were right. Yep. And <laughs> the people that listened and changed something yeah, uh, were right, too, I guess. Yep. <laughs> so I'm putting it to everyone out there that, even, that either complained or thought about complaining or complained in a space where no one... You thought no one heard it, but someone actually did. It's on you now. You gotta support them. They put the effort in. Yeah, they did. Don't be a dick. I suppose, but it it takes... Nobody was like, oh, if they fix this, I'm gonna go see the movie. (laughs) It's easy to to snap judgment, see something like that in your face, and go, oh my god! Mm -hmm. But... (laughs) With that said, I do think the trailer in general is cut really nice, and I mm-hmm. think A, it looking better, and B, not using Gangsta's Paradise. And, <laughs> See, I liked that, and, and showing a trailer that actually looked funny. Uh, I thought it looked pretty entertaining. Um, and did. I feel like if they had led with this, they would have like pretty good buzz. But now they're kind of like late catching up. What's the release date? Uh, I don't I know. There's still a ways to go, right? It is 2020. That is for yeah. sure. But I don't know off the top of my head the actual release date. But, no, this was a huge improvement for yeah. the Sonic movie. I mean, <laughs> the original trailer came out in August, and it was just released earlier this week, I believe. So, mm-hmm. huge difference in Sonic's look from <laughs> being yeah. more human-like with long legs and just just. More of a cartoon character, more like visually appealing. I don't know why they tried to lean so deeply into the animal 
Well, I mean, that's a trend that seems to be happening. Like with the Ninja Turtles live action movie, when they did the newer ones, they oh. made them look like more they turtle-like. Just looked, see, I don't know if they looked more turtle-like to me so much as they just looked huge. Like yeah. they were gigantic and roided out. They were ginormous. You know what I wish that this mob had done instead? Because I kind of still want to see the fucked up version. (laughs) Yeah. Because I like weird things like that. I wish that that mob had instead campaigned to get uh, Jaleel White to come in and redo the voice. Mm. Yeah. So then I I would get my weird ass Sonic movie that nobody would like but me because it's so weird. And I would get Jaleel White. That that seems like it's all only for you, though, Mike. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Other people exist, like, like me. And That's funny. I, I want Sonic to do well. I don't know that for sure. <laughs> Everything else is just an illusion to my eyes. <laughs> yeah, just like you senses. might be a figment of my own imagination. Yeah. So... But I know I exist. I don't know uh, if you guys exist. I want things don't. for me. Me! According, according to Elon I, Musk, we probably yeah. don't exist. So it's all just one big simulation. No, we probably all exist just completely divorced from one another. Mm. What's actually interacting right now are our echoes as we scream into the void. That actually doesn't mean that we don't exist because we still have consciousness. Even if we're in a simulation, we still mm. exist and are aware of ourselves. So it would just change the nature of our existence, not whether we exist or not. Word. Oh, I miss Earthworm Jim. Um, yeah, the Sonic movie. I'm, I, I'm actually yeah. like... Looks good. The, tra- the trailer made me smile. Yep. It did. I want to see it. It's it, going to be good. It also looked like they just reshot a bunch of stuff, too. Not the human... The actual, like, real human character. Oh, yeah, they, it, they... Well, they had to redo Sonic, so they probably... Anything else that was CG... You know, what reason is there not to touch it up? Well, well, I don't mean the CG part. I, I In the opening, um, the way in the new trailer, how he made... I mean, this could be totally not how it happens in the movie, but at least in the trailer, it showed Sonic running around the diamond on the baseball field really fast, and that's how the lights went out, versus uh, in the original trailer, that's not how the power went out in the trailer. It was a completely mm-hmm. different scene, and... It could be that they either just reshot the whole thing with it, you know, in a whole new, you know, in a whole new setting, or mm-hmm. they just they just edit it differently. But I don't know. But it seemed, it seemed like yeah. um, that they've they changed probably, a lot. Yeah, they probably just cut the trailer differently because the most recent example, uh, maybe Joker's not a good example, but mm-hmm. you, you can always see like how they. It's easy to see after you've seen the movie, but when you look at like Joker is a good example of this, where you look at the trailer that they released, and it's like, oh, they're they cut a whole narrative in this, but it just didn't make any sense because I hadn't seen the rest of the movie. But if you go back and watch those Joker trailers, it's it's funny. It's like a lot of it's in chronological order. Mm. Hmm. Well, definitely going to go see that movie. I mean, even if they were going to stick with the original, I probably still would have seen that train wreck just to see what happens. But I'm actually more excited now. Although, I have to wonder if they would have kept it how it originally was, if it would have done 
just as good as this particular one is going to do. Because, I mean, a that, lot of... I think that shit would have died. You think so? I mean, a lot of people outside of who grew up with Sonic don't even probably know who Sonic is. Well, the, the design itself was just really unappealing on top of everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was like... It was for sure dead in the fucking water. Like, nobody was going to go see that. And that's the only reason why this actually happened. Like, fan outcry was one thing, but people were essentially saying what they were going to do with their dollars. And it was not go see that weird-ass movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah, it was not. Yeah, it was not a freak watch. It's <laughs> That's true. Yeah. At least it's more cartoony now. So, yeah, it might be more appealing to children. All right, Sonic. And me. Yes, you've excited us all. Let's move on to the next story, which I now that I look at this, <laughs> I'm not sure why I put this in here, but this will be a quick one. Uh, article by uh, IGN that uh, Kojima just won a Guinness World Record for his social media accounts, which I this is kind of a weird thing to have in Guinness. I, I don't know why well, this is even in there. This it is kind, kind of, of it kind of it's a it's a weird thing to put in that record book for sure, but. I guess it relates to Death Stranding a bit. Mm. Yeah, uh, so he broke <laughs> two records. Most followers on Twitter for a video game director and most followers on Instagram for a video game director. Uh, I've seen his Twitter, but I do not really follow his Instagram. <laughs> Mike, what does he really do on his Instagram? Is it like his Twitter? Yeah, but it's just the pictures i mean he just sits on ducks he just posts pictures (laughs) of no that was back in the blog days okay he was kojima's been way ahead of the game on all this shit he was talking about memes and mgs2 and then the and then he had his blog and he would always i was i was always just like why is he always just posting all these food pictures i don't get it and then all of a sudden, social media came, and everybody was posting food pictures. Yeah, every chick's Instagram is like a selfie, selfie, panoramic shot of some area they're in, food. Yeah. Either rinse, repeat. It's a lot of him uh, fanboying out with famous people that have come to the studio to visit. Mm. Um, you know, he's pretty obsessed with some of the people he worked with. Um like especially Mads Mickelson, he's posting mm-hmm. posts a lot of Mads Mickelson dick riding stuff. Uh, food shots. I'm here doing this. I don't know. Regular type. Yeah, talking it's, about professional envy. Yeah, regular type people stuff, I guess. But it's just <laughs> I don't know. Weird because it's through the lens of a very strange fifty-something year old. Yeah. Through yeah, an eccentric man. artist. Yeah. I keep forgetting that he's 50. He just does not look 50. Not in, yeah. not at all. Well, he's probably close. like 53 at this point. Yeah. Um, the man is ageless. He's going to be 55, I think. I think wow. he's going to hold this for a while, but somewhere down the line, age is going to hit him really hard. Uh <laughs> Oh, you mean hold the look of being able to see the difference? He's going to appear ageless <laughs> for a little while, and then age is going to hit him like a ton of bricks. Yeah, that's what happens to Asian people. <laughs> yes. They look yeah, pretty yeah. young so, until about, like, uh, 58-ish. Yeah. And then their so, face just falls off, and they get all those spots. So they say they black don't crack. Uh, 
there's an, a similar saying, Asian don't raisin. However, that only lasts to a certain point. They eventually lose the don't raisin, and then they gain the superpower of don't die. Oh. Because they will look old, but they will, like, live forever. Yeah. God, look at... Just think of Beat Takeshi in the 80s and Beat Takeshi's face now. (laughs) That thing is crazy. Oh, man. (laughs) It's so weird. He's speaking of raisins. It's like he microwaved a potato for too long. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, no, don't get it wrong, Joe. Me and Mike adore beat Takeshi, but yeah. (laughs) Age kicked him in the dick. Oh, man, that sucks. Well, uh, so keep it up, Kojima. Keep being you, I'm sure. Oh, the other reason this is Mm -hmm. in here is because Death Stranding came out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, and that has been... A lot of social media stuff in that game. Mm. Yeah, man, Kojima really gets around in the sense that he just he's all he's always around lots of celebrities. He just seems mm-hmm. like a really popular guy. Yeah. Well, he's kind of he, well, he's become like the go-to guy of like and I think actors are starting to talk to each other and shit a little bit of like, oh, like I, I did this game and like, oh, would you do it with I did it with this weird Japanese guy. So he's kind of like I feel like he's meeting people through his network of like that kind of mm-hmm. started with with other nerds like Guillermo del Toro and like and Nicholas winning Refn and shit like that. And, you know, I think he got Mads through Refn. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of. Yeah. I I really hope they release like Kojima production or whoever, whoever else releases a documentary on the making of Death Stranding because it seems so much that would throughout be wonderful. Yeah, the production of the game it was so much uh, it was you saw a lot of him just on like meeting with celebrities and going to different places and all these mm-hmm. different things but I really would just love to know how much hands-on he was with everything and yeah. like his process and all that stuff um, cuz it just didn't Seemed like he was 100% there. I could be wrong, but it didn't. Uh, it was a long road. I mean, he's he's pretty hands-on with everything, but oh, he, yeah. he is a director, so, you yeah. know. And this was, is a Kojima-ass Kojima game. Well, my point is he's a director, and I'm watching, you know, the credits, and it's just like any of his other games where it's like, writer, Hideo Kojima, and then it's like, writer, another guy, and then writer, mm-hmm. another guy, so... He's not like sitting there scribbling every single thing out. Like there's tons of like extra documents and and shit in this game. So, and I yeah. I, I wonder about that too because there's a lot of contention within the kind of Metal Gear fan base about you know which games are better because you know like Tomokazu Fukushima was writing for this game but he left and didn't write these games. So that is kind of a question of like kind of the harder core fans ask is like how much of it does he really have his hands in? Yeah. And it is a lot, but it's like it's it's too much when you think about like he can't do everything. Like that's why he has his team. Like his team is so crucial, but you know, and everything is so good cuz he's overseeing everything and he has that meticulous eye 
and he's able to you know direct everybody but at the same time uh, i think he is i don't want to say overhyped but like he definitely kind of overpowers at least in the west like his team Mm. yeah uh I, i could see that that's why i would be very interested to just be able to kind of see the process and how it all happened and and everything i mean the guy is an incredibly creative man he's yeah. must have a million ideas for so many different things and yeah 100 yeah. percent. and that's <laughs> yeah that's kind of his problem sometimes is there's too many ideas especially with story mm-hmm. going on and i don't know without going into too too much death stranding talk because yeah. i've been playing it like it does have a little bit like the world is super thought out which I really love it, yep. and I love reading all this extra shit about mm-hmm. it that, that is in the game that you have to read, but it is kind of doled out to you. The way it's doled out to you is just like, I, I'm like, this is so dense, and so like I'm learning everything about a new world, and he's moving pretty quickly with this shit, but they do feed it to you, and there's a lot of exposition, and there's a lot to critique with, you know, how he's telling the story and stuff but but for me i'm like i think it's his i can't say top-notch kojima yet because i haven't beaten it but it's Mm -hmm. it's very good would you say would you say it's up there with the metal gear solid games and uh quality or i mean yeah it's Mm. as far as i mean outside of metal gear those are like the Kojima games, like it's a Kojima <laughs> ass Kojima game. Yeah. Like, uh, I think one thing that he doesn't get enough credit for is like the brilliance of his game design, which I think he is really heavily in- involved with, mm-hmm. like a lot. I mean, oh, yeah. ob- obviously everything, but I think the game design in this is it's fucking amazing and like pretty bold. The shit that he's doing. Definitely, he is. Um... The one thing I give him above all other game designers is that when it comes to narrative, he is a fucking monster. For sure. Yeah, I I don't know. I have issues with that. Mm. But like like <laughs> I I don't know. His storytelling it's 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 good here, but it's just I don't know. I haven't beaten it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's because I, I don't know narrative versus like actual story. Like, I know, so I don't know where the story is going. But in terms of the way it's presented, I, I, I could see. I haven't read anybody else's thoughts or opinions on this game mm-hmm. at all yet. Well, I might do that after. But like narrative wise, I'm just like, ooh, like this is gonna like I, it's gonna be tough for people to swallow. <laughs> all of the stuff that he's throwing at people mm. and because it it is kind of like it feels like mgs4 a little bit but without the metal gear <laughs> part <laughs> which i i like because it's super dense and like weird but uh, it's my problems with that game narratively with there he just kept wanting to like answer like questions that didn't need answering and and you know create a lot of questions but Mm -hmm. here so it's kind of the same thing like but since it's not metal gear 
and it's this new world that's super fascinating to me personally. I I me like too. it. Um, but I don't know. And I guess what I'm saying is it's it's probably going to be really difficult for people to jump into this story like casually. Mm. Do you like it enough that you want to see a lot more of it for him to keep making more in that world? Or you feel like this is self-contained I, enough that... I like it enough that I want to keep playing it and keep okay. existing in that world. I'd be cool with some DLC, but I don't want this to become a fucking franchise. Oh, okay. That's that. I kind of I kind of don't imagine Kojima wants to fuck with franchises after Metal Gear. Yeah. Um, at least not for a while. But fuck, right. I, yeah. I don't... I, I just want him to keep creating new shit because this is... Mm-hmm. like. Uh, Metal I mean, Gear was such a hindrance to him creatively, I think. Yeah, it was like, I I enjoyed it, but like, it seemed pretty apparent that he wanted to be able to do other things. Like, yeah. the fact that he kept trying to pass the baton to other people, and either it didn't work, or he tried it and, and, and had, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, he was trying to like leave it alone after two. Yeah. Well, there's there's not only that, but there's just the fact that the, the narrative got even weirder than it already was, and it just to the point where it didn't make sense because he had all these themes Other ideas, and, and ideas yeah. and messages he wanted to say that didn't really necessarily connect with that world. So he had to stretch the world yeah. to make it appropriate, which. Made a mess. <laughs> it was really disappointing as a fan. It made it, it, it in some ways it made it interesting, but in others, I think we would have gotten a much better and more concise story had he been allowed to like put his creative energies in other places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, looking forward to see what Kojima does next, and I think with Kojima Productions, he has so many plans for many different things. Yep. So it should be very. Very Let fun that ambition what, flag fly. What he does next. I'm yeah. looking forward to going to the movie theater to see a movie directed by <laughs> directed This by is him. what I want to see next from Kojima. Mm. I want to see... Kojima-san, are you listening? <laughs> I want you to take a break and spend some time with your family. <laughs> they miss him yeah, so much. Yeah, do that too. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah don't, don't be like Hao Miyazaki. Don't don't use work to ignore your family. Yeah. I don't think he does. I just think I, I don't know. Oh, I'm just, talking about Miyazaki, not Kojima. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> get a off shot. get off social media for a while, Kojima-san. Yeah. All right. Post some vacation pics. Yeah, more food. Yeah. Uh, take some Sit shots. On some more ducks. <laughs> or take some pictures of him at the beach. Showing his long legs and his long mm. what? <laughs> <laughs> Never Joe, mind. <laughs> send Joe some spicy pics. <laughs> yes, there you go. All right. Uh, so next article here is by PC Gamer, and it's about our lovely friend John Carmack. Says he's not satisfied with the pace of pro- of <clears throat> excuse me with the pace of progress in VR development. And this is uh, a few days ago. He had received a Lifetime Achievement Award uh, at the VR Awards, which I guess is another 
uh, set of awards. I've never heard of this one till now. I, I get the feeling that guy's not satisfied with a lot. Well, he he made the, he had this comment in here that he was even saying that during his acceptance speech, he was saying that his initial reaction to learning about the award was to think that it was a, might be a bit premature. So he pretty much is not happy with the direction VR is going, even though he, he left the other company to go to Oculus at Facebook because he was so excited and felt there was a huge future and VR was going to become mainstream. It was going to be this huge thing. Now he's like saying in this one quote that uh, I, I'm often kind of grumpy around the office because I really haven't been satisfied with the pace of the progress that we've been making. When I'm in VR, I see the magic there. My brain is always throwing up these giant to-do lists and post-it notes on everything, reminding me of all the work that still needs to be done. So it's going to be a little while before I really feel good about reminiscing about my achievements. So clearly he's not... He's not happy with how any of this is going at all. Yeah, I can sort of see that, but Carmack's also a noted workaholic. This is tr- this is true, but out of all people to speak on VR, I'm to hear him say that even he thinks that it's just that it's not dead, but it's going to still re- remain niche and the big dream of it like everyone having a VR headset and you know everyone playing in mm-hmm. virtual reality and they're the next big MMO would be kind of like Sword Art, uh, Sword Art Online or something. We got a ways to go before we get to that. Yeah, and I think that's hitting him now that he's finally mm-hmm. starting to realize that. Yeah, no, this is not going to be happening anytime soon. How um, old is he? He is almost fifty, I believe. Mm. Um, uh, and. Yeah, so he's, which kind of leads into the, the next story here by, um, that was from TechCrunch, that John Carmack steps down from Oculus to pursue AI passion projects. Mm. And he made, it, like, he made a quote, a comment saying, before I get too old. <laughs> so essentially, he feels like... It's going to be a while before he gets too old. Well, he, um, I'm trying to find the exact quote, but he essentially was saying that he he wants to have something that he can be remembered for, which I know is kind of crazy <laughs> stuff, but he feels he needs that, that one big final thing that he can be truly remembered for. And he feels that's going to ah, be like AI. Like, like Michelangelo. He had the yes. first Pieta, which was the yes. masterpiece. And then he had that last one, which was uh-huh. a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think he's worrying over nothing, but I mean, you know, it's his life. Yeah. <laughs> So he's still going to be a consulting CTO position at Oculus, but he's essentially leaving the company um, to kind of work on AI and just trying to make it essentially Skynet. Like he really wants to mm-hmm. invent something just truly amazing. Ah, and he wants to doom us all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Surely we'll remember that. Let's, <laughs> let's just hope that we can teach one of their assassination units to uh, love like yeah. Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I will say I kind of agree with him on VR. When I walk down the street, mm-hmm. I see a terrible dearth of VR porn palaces. Oh, okay. <laughs> <It's just laughs> oh man! Uh, I saw a VR um like like a VR I don't know store like almost like a VR arcade at the mall not too long ago. I I, doubt, I don't think there's any porn in there, but um. It seemed kind of empty. 
Mm, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of would like to see more of that. So. Yeah, there's one on Market Street. I was walking by it the other day, and I was. It had this. It was one of those. You know, when you walk down the street and you see some shit, and you're like, "God damn, I live in the future." <laughs> yeah. I was looking at just the, the um, the fucking wall design. I guess display design. There's a word that I should probably know as a designer, <laughs> but whatever their their display was like, yeah. it was kind of like they had big type and lights and looked kind of futuristic. And then I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I looked and I was like, "Oh, that's like a a VR." It's like a VR parlor. Regular VR palace. Mm. It's missing the porn part. I am curious about it. Like, I I don't know. That's one of those things, too, where it's like, am I a fucking weird nerd if I go and do that (laughs) on Market Street of all places? Try it out. I'd try it out. Yeah, yeah, why not? We should all try it out together. Well, I live in a different state from you guys, but like. We can at least maybe time it so we have similar experiences Start at the walking. same time. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go to that place nearby. Then you can go down to Market Street and Joe can find some other joint. Mm. We can compare notes. So I feel <laughs> VR being used for porn is not what Jarmac Jarmac Carmack was for. Well, I mean, let's 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 also be real in the sense that like porn factors into a lot of shit. It's like it does. Very basic animal need. I'm pretty sure it's why we have Blu-ray instead of HD DVD. It is. It is. <laughs> it is um, actually. That said, my worry about uh, for VR porn palaces becoming a thing is that mm. before. They're going to put brothels out of business? Well, no. It's that uh, before they can really take off, the price of VR will go down so far that everyone will just have it at home. Right. So there'll be no need to go to a VR porn palace. <laughs> that is true. That is also true. But, but uh, you got to use your hands, Mike. It's a baby's <laughs> toy. Baby's toy. <laughs> Um, he plans to do all of this AI development with his kids at home. So that's... Well, at least he's spending time with his family. Yeah, he... Essentially, it's kind of saying he's, he's kind of... He is, but he isn't going into retirement in the sense that he's just going to be that crazy old man doing crazy experiments in his house. Just He's a mad just, scientist. He really... I mean, and he... I mean, the man deserves it. I mean, the, all the stuff that he's done in his life... Well, it's yeah. pretty amazing. So, yeah. So he's spending more time with his kids and just working on crazy AI experiments at home. So, his plan is to pursue it from home, uh, Victorian gentleman scientist style. That's what he's saying. Mm. Don't know what that means, but interesting. Hey, what that means that's kind of mm. neat. Clever. Well, good luck to you, John Carmack, and whatever yeah. else madness you create. I'd just like to say for the record that mm-hmm. uh, nobody at this podcast endorses the use of VR porn as a baby's toy. <laughs> yes. That was I, a Back to the Future 2 reference for the record. I, I agree with that. I was not trying to associate porn with babies in any way whatsoever. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's move on to the next story here by 
Polygon. Everyone loves Polygon. Google Stadia will launch with 12 games. So, oh boy. Uh, 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 the game lineup isn't bad, at least. It's not bad. But it's low. It's, yes, it's very low. And the biggest argument is if you already own a console, why would you want Stadia? And I believe... Well, yeah, but Stadia, that's not who Stadia is kind of being geared towards. Uh, a console is a really big expense. Mm -hmm. It's a huge entry cost. Whereas Stadia, I, like, how much is it? Have they put a price on it yet? Yeah, there was a price on it. Um, but you, I'm trying to find out. Like, there's, a, there's an initial price to use it. And then in order to... Okay, so with that initial price, you can play all these games, stream them. But then if, but then if you want to own them you can buy them at the full game price on Stadia, and they'll be yours mm -hmm. forever to, to have. Um, trying to find where the pricing is again. It's not that much. It's just a subscription, a subscription yeah. fee. Uh, it uh, retails I, at $129. That's too oh, goddamn much. That is too much. Yeah, so that's the entry fee. And then after that's that... That's too much. Yeah. I mean, because because here's the deal. I'm I'm using uh, on live is kind of like my basis for comparison here, mm -hmm. which is what I used back when I couldn't afford to get a current console. Me too. Right, and it was nice. Uh, way like maybe even a decade ahead of its time. Um, like where Stadia stands to make money is like giving people that console game experience without the console game price. Um, 129 is lower, maybe even significantly. It's still a bit too much. It puts it into that like special interest category. Well, I don't know if this is the actual price though. Because so, this is yeah. this is for the Chromecast Ultra, which Correct. comes which supports 4K and and plus a three month subscription. So, yeah. That's... How much is an actual just Stadia subscription? Because you can use yeah. this shit just on your PC, like in your browser. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, correct. Yes, okay. I, um, I misread that. Sorry. Yeah, that was for the actual. For like the controller and shit, right? You know, the package deal. But it's, after that, it's nine ninety nine per month. To okay. To <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're talking. Yes. Um, Classic okay. NAGP yes. collection. <laughs> Misinformation is what I do best. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Thank you for that correction. Um, so you pay that each month, and you can just stream all the games they have listed there, or you can just purchase the game, like outright, and then. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to do the subscription, but you'll only be able to play that one game. So you, you have options. Um, the big problem I see here, like Lionel, you were saying that it allows you, you know, you're getting all these great games. But, I mean, if they weren't trying to target the people who the hardcore gamers, which all these kind of games seem like games that hardcore gamers would be wanting to buy. I mean, when they already have it well, on a console well, yeah, or something. yeah, if they're already hardcore, then... Potentially, depending, because the thing, the other thing is that the subscription, it being only ten bucks, means they get to try all these games out without having to shell out sixty, fifty, forty-five bucks, maybe thirty something, depending on if they can find a Steam sale. Yeah, um, 
the thing is, is, uh, and I've realized this, um, talking with like some, uh, coworkers and stuff is that now with cell phones and games on that and people using that maybe as much in some cases more than their computers, a lot of people's first experience, their first time touching a game is no longer through a console, a console or even an arcade is no longer necessary mm. for someone to have an experience with games. And to that end, their perception of games is significantly different from what we know. Yeah. So this is going to be something new yeah, to not, people who haven't already touched this stuff. Yeah, not even people who, like, haven't, you know, didn't grow up with a console, but people who did, but casually. Like, my uncle is a pretty good example because he's kind of, he's like a little, I've talk, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before, I probably have, but you guys know he's like a little handicapped, but Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in his 60s now, and he kind of got me into video games when I played his Atari for the first time, and he had Super Nintendo for a while, and, you know, PlayStation 1, uh, PlayStation 2, and then I don't think he... And then after PS2, he had a Wii for a long time, and he and he would play a little on the computer, but at a certain point, like, he basically switched to just his iPad. Like, he has a Switch, and he just doesn't play it. Like, he just plays on his iPad constantly. He doesn't really... I've never heard him, like, mention wanting to get, like, a PS4 or anything like that. Like, and he doesn't keep up with this shit, but, like, the iPad is is it. Like, it's just got everything. It's got, like, The Sims, and, like, there's Mario games on there now. So... There's people that are, have been casual that it's like they've, been, mm. they've kind of been pushed away from like the console market because of it, of like you know tablet and and phone. And yeah, mobile the com- combination of convenience on the mobile gaming and the well the tablet phone mobile gaming and and the uh, it the growing entry cost and continued cost being the cost of each and every game on you know the be it the consoles or even just the handhelds now is it's not making it a niche market but more special interest type deal like uh put maybe putting it in the category of a hobby yeah albeit a uh mainstream one yeah and the thing about all these mobile games too is they're mostly dirt cheap or free yep well speaking of that Apple Arcade is their own subscription service, which I believe is six ninety nine. I need to double check <laughs> that one. Undercutters. Yeah, they actually give you a truckload of mobile games for you know for basically for free on their subscription service. Mm-hmm. So and that's and that's actually been doing very well. So it gives even more reason to not have a console and just play on your iPad or your iPhone, and you can instantly get an insane amount of games for pretty much nothing. So it's, oof, this whole subscription stuff is becoming, <laughs> not subscription, like, well, subscription and streaming is just becoming yeah. uh, the main because, way. Yeah, it's just we can stream games now. It would have yeah. happened much earlier if we had the technology. We're, yeah. we're just catching up to movies and, and video at this point. Yeah, and also a few days ago, at uh, Microsoft held their XO19 big 
um, like event where they announced a whole bunch of new games and their new uh, streaming service called XCloud, which is going to go with their Game Pass service. XCloud. Uh, exactly. What the hell is that? It's uh, their own streaming service. It's going to stream all the games on Game Pass along with a whole bunch of other, I think like a hundred or so Xbox games and other games. Hmm. And That's a lot. Yeah. Hmm. So they're basically competing Wait. with Stadia. Hold on. Could they use that to work around the whole issue of like not making their previous consoles backwards compatible? Like, yep. could we get yep. access to a lot of those games that they almost rendered lost to time? Absolutely. And I think... That might be one of their, I mean, not goals, but one of the things they're thinking about. I mean, that's a great way to do that. Good. Yeah. Congratulations, Microsoft. You've given me a reason not to kill you. <laughs> well, also, too, they, with Game Pass being on um, Windows, it kind of even makes you wonder why you would need an Xbox. Because you can stream, not stream, uh, you can play a lot of the games. The convenience of the console. Maybe you mm. prefer it. The upside to the console versus uh, a computer is, you know, there's so many different SKUs. Mm. You may get one that can't necessarily run the shit. Um, yeah, shit breaks and there's, down. Yeah. Shit viruses. breaks down. There's any number of problems yeah. you can develop. It's divorced old. from games. Yeah. Gets old. Frame rates, messing well, with I, settings. I guess that's why they're yep. doing the, the xCloud streaming service to see then it's less about how beefy your machine is and more so how good your connection is. Well, you know, there's still other things with the computer, whereas, like, you know, it, the benefit of a dedicated machine for one purpose mm. is that it uh, runs into fewer problems for that same reason. That's true. Yeah, you like beefy machines, don't you, Joe? <laughs> yes, I like them the beefier the better. Yes, with a little marmalade. With a little leg. With a little, a little leg. <laughs> Yes, there you go. It's all coming together. All right, so the next article here is by Forbes. Google Stadia sure is launching without a... Well, I said that completely wrong. It's basically launching with a lot of... Not with, without... Without a lot of features, which is... Bare I, I bones. I don't know why they would even bring this up, but it's going to be... Uh, oh, man. Where is it? There was a list... Where they told you all the stuff they weren't launching with, and it's a whole bunch of stuff. Oh man, where is it? Yeah, I was about to ask what the particulars are. Yeah, there's a whole list. Come on, where is it? Oh, I got the wrong article. We're oh. launching without sound. I would say it's it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 An achievement system they're not launching with. Um, okay. Uh, I will say it's interesting that they are launching with fighting games on a streaming service. That's bold. It must be pretty. Yeah, yeah. Confident. Well, there was there was um. I think uh I didn't read the proper articles. Uh, I heard I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about it, and one of the things they were touting was like a um sort of like a predictive AI thing that would help to sort of um, that in order to get around the um, lag, the inevitable lag, which would probably be made worse by the streaming was sort of a predictive AI thing that would, um, and this is based on existing, um, existing, whatever, where um, fighting game tech, 
yeah, fighting game tech exactly. Where uh, the the predictive AI would kind of like uh, run a simulated version of the fight you're actually having based on what I we you know what actions you could take within a certain moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of like run that, hold it in place. Yeah, kind of moving. Yeah, bit. yeah. Well, they were apparently touting a similar system that they claimed would be even like faster than couch co-op, which I think is fucking nonsense, but <laughs> I'm willing to test it. <laughs> um, okay. So I found an article that lists some of it. So yeah, achievement system. No, that's not going to be in there. Stream connect state share and crowd play. So the ability to join in another games, another player's game, at a particular state, they had talked a lot about that. That's Ouch. not going to be, yeah, that's not going to be there. And the ability to use existing Chromecast Ultras to play the games. So I guess you have to buy the special Stadia Chromecast in order for it to work instead of just the ones you can buy from the store. Yeah, I bet they never fixed that either. Uh, well, they said we, we will be updating the existing um, Chromecast Ultras over time. So. Later I'll on, believe I guess, it when I yeah. see it. Wait, what was the problem? <laughs> so the problem is the Chromecast Ultras you can buy in the stores right now. Mm-hmm. They won't work. So you have to buy the special Stadia Chromecast for it to work. Why don't they work? The yeah, you can't use know. the old tech to make Stadia work. They said they're bitches. Yeah, well, I mean, they said eventually, as it's like after it's released a little bit later, they're going to push an update to those older versions and it'll work. But what the fuck? Th- That's such fucking yeah. shiesty bullshit. They Again. Do it now! <laughs> yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. In a moment sooner. <laughs> it's going to be an over-the-air over you know, update or whatever. So it's coming, just not when it needed to come. To quote a great man, that's fucking nonsense! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Family sharing isn't going to be there, so I don't know. Damn! But, Damn, that's dirty. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, dude, they're trying <laughs> to make it dirty, greedy <laughs> bastards. Yeah, that's and I think well, I I would argue that maybe they're impatient bastards versus well. Then again, I said uh, I'll believe it when I see, so so maybe both. Well, that, those things go together, jump cables. <laughs> they really do. You aren't wrong. <laughs> We're most certainly not wrong. Oh man, um, uh, buddy passes will not be there. That is something that they kept talking about, giving you the ability to give a friend a three month free subscription to Stadia. So that won't what, be a thing. What, what, why That's, are you so opposed to love? Yeah, so I would it think seems, you'd want to spread it. Yeah, it seems like they were promising a lot of. They probably did that thing where they got on stage and made a bunch of promises to <laughs> kick their yeah. fucking team into gear and be like, "All right, guys, now it's real. We got to do it." Yeah, probably. I was just like, "Nah, nah." So you better nah. News that none of that shit's going to be in the released version. Yeah, and then the special Stadia controller that you would get when you did the um the uh the special package deal or whatever that won't be available for a lot of people to get till later on. (laughs) That's a Bitch move. This is that shit. <laughs> yeah. So. This is some fucking Mickey Mouse shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty messed up. 
So this is some shiesty ass stuff. This is yeah. Um, I this think... is bordering on carnivore Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like they will fix all of this much later after release, but so they say. Yeah, uh, they made a lot of promises. Like promises. I said, not a moment sooner. Oh uh, man. Yeah, so Stadia's got a lot going against it. It doesn't have a huge lineup. It's not going to be launching with a lot of features that it promised it would. So, oh, man. Good luck, Google. Good luck on that one. I miss you on live. (laughs) It came too soon. came too soon. No reason to do this. Are they at least offering any kind of free trials? No, you have to start the right. subscription. And to Is paraphrase that... great man again, they can fuck right the edge off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh... you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, um, that's the thing that's enough, Stadia. Good luck, Google, with all of that. You're not, you don't have a lot of love right now. Okay, let's move on to the last article of the night. EA abandons one skate trademark but files renewal for another keeping the series future in limbo. This was by Games Radar. So I don't know a ton about Skate. I, I know Mike, you do, and Lionel probably do too. I mean, do you I'm guys... I'm disappointed to hear this. Well, I mean, they said, okay, so the original trademark is gone, but I guess they did a new one. So it's not going away. Yeah. So hopefully... I There was an update to okay. this article at the top that said it basically said the article originally was kind of inferring a bunch of shit that wasn't really wow. true because they didn't i guess there's somebody that they brought in to like who you know spoke legalese mm-hmm. some company that deals with video games and laws and shit uh but and i'm probably gonna butcher this like mm-hmm. whatever it is that happened but it seemed like they they like you said they let something expire and then they renewed the patent yeah something and then they let that expire but I think they let that expired like the only reason they had made that in the first place is because they thought they were going to lose the other thing Mm. so they're letting the new thing expire because the other thing's working out it was something like that, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> yeah. what it all means is that EA still owns, you know, the ability to make that shit all if right. they want. But I don't know this is kind of it's kind of non-news. This is just like paperwork being shuffled in the background, right? It's, it seems like you know, the team that made it is dissolved a while mm. ago. Blackbox. So it seems like. No one really knows if there's like a, a a team somewhere in EA working on prototypes or some shit, or if it's really just nothing's going on. But mm-hmm. uh, there's no reason to believe that that game's coming anytime soon. And that sucks. Yeah, I I have uh, been playing an early access game a little bit called Session, which is really cool. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a it's like for you know. I would equ- uh, equate it to the leap from Tony Hawk to skate, 
like the leap from skate to this game is like it's even further down the rabbit hole of like simulation uh, so it's pretty hardcore and you can even like tweak things to make it a little harder but it's pretty wait, fun wait mike you skipped a step uh where does thrasher skate and destroy fall in between <laughs> that's like i i still go back and play that game sometime it's a uh, yeah, that's well that came out before any of this shit before tony hawk even but that's definitely it's it's somewhere in the middle of these two games <laughs> of skate and session but session is like pretty pretty hardcore if they did make another skate where do you think they should go with it or would they where do you think they would go with it i mean that's a good ass question you know there's there's new tricks and well there's different tricks and mechanics that they could add in like there's this thing called there's these things called pressure flips where you don't really ollie into your tricks mm-hmm. but you sort of just pressure them into flipping that they never really worked into the game there's other tricks that are kind of weird that like like the impossible was never really in the game because uh, the way their inputs worked there was kind of no room for it um i don't know this freestyling shit but that's just in terms of tricks mm. uh, in terms of like because they had kind of long weird stories in those games like, it wasn't, like, cohesive with anything to really say or anything. It was just like, hey, you're, like, turning pro and you're getting sponsored. And then it was like, you're doing your comeback. And then it's like, you're starting a team. <laughs> and they had all those, like, you know, big mega ramp shits you could do. But, um, yeah, I I don't know what they would do. I think, I feel like another one would just be, like, more refined, better animations, better looking. <laughs> it's that kind of thing where it's, like, it's over it never really got the madden treatment but it's like it's at the point where it's been so long like it would be cool to see what they could do in a new engine and like how much better it would look and how much better they could make it feel yeah so mm-hmm. it, it would just be like overall like refinements i think and just more shit to do yeah i can see that that'd be that sounds like it could be a lot of fun yeah and, you could do and, some cool stuff with online maybe like persistent ooh. Yeah, worlds with more players or something. something. Mm. Yeah, it did online shit before, but um, yeah, it would just be like making a a slightly better version of Skate Three because Skate Three was like really just great. I still go back to it sometimes. Oh well, (laughs) well, here's hoping. I know it won't be anytime soon, but here's hoping someday we'll at least see another skate or. Yeah, I pray it does not go the way of Virtua Fighter. (laughs) I'm still waiting on 6, knowing it'll probably never come. No. Never stop believing, Lionel. That's the important thing. What happened? I don't know. Sega is just like too far up Yakuza's ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there. That new argument. And I, and I I don't dislike Yakuza, but like, there's there's other stuff. Well, yeah. and, and not other stuff that's just Yakuza judge judge eyes or whatever the fuck. How do you feel about the new battle system? Oh, the 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 fact that this uh, new game is uh, RPG. Um, 
something different. Because yeah. the thing is, is that all the uh, classic mechanics went to uh, Judge Eyes. So yeah, it's not like it's like going away and being replaced. Mm-hmm. I still need to play those. I I bought Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Kiwami. Yeah, I need to recently. do that. Yeah, and fucking Shenmue Three is almost out. Yeah, they sent me like yeah. Oh, here's a, a minor bit of muck raking on my part. <laughs> fucking Shenmue 3, they sent like eight emails to me that were all the same thing with a launch trailer in it. I don't know why. Mm. Mm. Giznet used to get their shit straightened out. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Weird. Okay, that is all the news for this episode. Uh, you guys have anything else to say before we head out? You mean a final thought? There it is. I forgot. <laughs> that. Ah, he final made you thought. say it. We no, forgot. I, I we forgot about it last last week, did. didn't we? <laughs> yes. Any final thoughts? Thank you for reminding me, Lionel. Um. Hmm. Uh, Kojima-san to uh, quote the late great Charlie Murphy. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Just keep on doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been jacking off this whole time. <laughs> That's a good final thought. Should I should I finish on the air? It, it, if you want. I'll wait till later. <laughs> Excellent. Much appreciated. <laughs> Microsoft, don't keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Do something better. What did Microsoft do? Sorry, I said uh, uh, maybe. You mean Google? Google, yeah, Google. Google. What is? Yeah, Google. You, you. (laughs) Google has a fucking five o'clock shadow and a pair of shades on right now, and they're looking around in every direction. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The yeah, the fact that we're even. Mentioning Google about games now, it just kind of blows my mind. <laughs> Google's now. You're huge, man. I got to say, their branding is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. They've, they've convinced all of us that they're so friendly. And maybe they are, but it's just like... They, it's they, the they make us forget that they're like a mega conglomerate. They are. It's it's enough that like even if they are completely altruistic, it's like... They just have too much, like yeah, too much data, too, big. too mm-hmm. much fucking data on everybody. Like, should they that be allowed? But I suppose that's another discussion for another time. <laughs> Perhaps yes. another podcast at that. Yep. Um, okay, I think that's it. Uh, you can. I still didn't jump back on Twitter. I gotta do that. We're on Twitter at NAGP Returns. <laughs> And we'll be back next week with more game news and yeah. trying to get these out more often. Yeah, follow Hey Listen Radio on Twitter and follow Hey Listen Radio on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And or YouTube. Facebook. YouTube.com. Mm-hmm. hmm Excellento. All right. Stitcher. Okay. Stitcher. <laughs> Mixer. Twitcher. Whatever you're preferred thingy is mixing and jiving (laughs) all right okay that's it
Okay. Cool, Berber. That was good. Berber. 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 <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah, Berber. Oh. Yeah. Berber. Berber. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, maybe just one more. Berber. <laughs> <laughs>